Thank you so much for joining me today, Annie. Oh my God, I'm excited. I'm so excited. Okay. So happy to be here. I am a customer girl. I'm a customer. Oh my God, yes, you have an audience. I like that. (laughs) Girl, oh my God. Okay, so if you guys do not know please go and follow all her information is going to be down in the description box where you guys can buy it where you can find her on social media your website is very helpful and it's to the point i love it i love it um okay annie de donde saliste mujer where are you from oh my god okay if we go back 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 in time um i was born and raised in mexico in monterrey nuevo leon Uh, I lived there my entire life, went to college in Mexico. Uh, Spanish is my first language. I've been in the States for about 10 years. I think a little shy than 10 years, probably. Wow. Um, yeah, a lot of people don't know that. It's not, and I should share that more more online. Yes. Um, Girl, so you're holding name, out on us. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why it doesn't come up. But um, so yeah, my family and I moved to McAllen, Texas, about 10 years ago and, and kind of, you know, rebuild our lives in America. Uh, my sister was able, when we moved, my sister was able to immediately start college in, in the U.S. And, you know, I started working over here. Um, and I've always had a passion for social media. So my entire career has always been kind of Internet focused. I really, truly love the Internet. I love that I can communicate a message with millions of people through a video or a photo I'm passionate about memes. You'll see them across yes. the brand. I love it. I, I, I love Mexican humor and Hispanic humor. I think it's incredible. Um, so that has always been part of, of my DNA. You know, I, I immediately after moving to the U.S., I was always looking for that community that I had back home. I was looking for it here. And I am sure that all of that eventually landed me with what I'm doing today, which is, you know hopefully honoring that same community. Yes, girl. Yes, you are. Oh, my God. Okay. So what to start, what made your family move from Monterrey to McAllen? That's a big change. It's a big change. And it was a really sudden change. Um, And this unfortunately is not a positive story. Things in Monterrey were really bad about 10 years ago. Uh, One of my cousins got kidnapped. Uh, things just things just became unsafe for the family. So my dad was like, grab no, everything, no. grab everything, and and and, and come over, um, you know. And and it was it, yeah, it was honestly, it was a really sudden move. From in one week, our lives entirely change. And um, it was you know, I had to see my specifically my dad rebuilt in the U.S. And that was um, it's something that I honor him and respect him for so much because it wasn't now that I have a better understanding of mental health and like this is not conversations that like our parents knew but I saw it I saw how difficult it was for my dad I saw how difficult how how it was for my mom my mom doesn't speak one word in English so for her to find friends and community and all her family was back home so it was you know it was some, some really hard years and I think it brought our core family together Um, and it also highlighted for me and my sister, you know, there's a moment as, as an adult when you look at your parents and you're just like, oh, they're like, they're not invincible. Like, you know, you, we, we, it's, 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 it's our time to kind of step in. I think that was the moment for me and my sister where we saw them for the first time be vulnerable. And it was easier for my sister and I to adapt to a new life, life in America than it was for them. Now they're super happy and, you know, they, they found community and stuff. But it was a moment, I think, that changed me and my sister in the way that we wanted to honor our parents in 
in this new country for us. Oh, girl, I don't know if you've heard, because um, you mentioned that you heard the podcast episode with Agua Bonita, but with Cadena, Cadena Collective. Mm-hmm. They made me cry because it's like what you're saying, like me da goosebumps. I get chills because I think we all can relate to that. Right. And I I always tell my parents um, and sometimes when I feel like giving up because it's hard to start something from scratch, um, which we'll get into right now, everything that you're doing. But starting something from scratch. But every time I feel like giving up, I'm like my parents sacrifice so much. Um no puedo despreciar lo que ellos han hecho por mí and y tengo yo que darle ganas because they never gave up till this day yeah. they haven't given up <laughs> and they did it without complaining they did like i just yeah. saw it such a different such a different side of my parents that i had never seen you know what i mean like i just like to me they became human yeah yeah because my dad was always my superhero my superman but now i just see him like a human being And they don't do everything perfect because, of course, nobody's perfect. Um, But, God, do they try. And you can tell the love that they have for their families. For sure. No, it it was a fighting moment for for my parents, you know. And I I saw them try the hardest but also struggle the hardest. I saw them, um, you know, it's it's, it's interesting because you don't see your parents make friends again and make community as an adult. (laughs) You know, my parents were were born in, and raised in Monterrey, Mexico. They're, everything that they ever knew was there and suddenly were in the States. And my sister and I were able to make friends because, you know, you, you're just like School, younger. You're, yeah. You're in the life where you're, you're, you're making your group of friends. And for my parents, it, had, it was entirely new. And, and um, that was a really, I think it was a really humbling moment for them. And it was interesting for me and my sister to be so close with them while they were going through that. And um, I, you know, I don't talk to them about it as much and I should, because uh, I, I have so much respect for those those early few years where I saw them rebuild, not just because econ- we talk a lot of economically, but but socially and community wise, they had to rebuild. And that's not easy um, yes. as a builder. How long do you think it took from you guys moving here, you know, within those first years? Did it take like a year? Did it take five years to kind of make it home? How long did it yeah. take for you guys? Honestly, I think probably three to four years. Um, three to four years for them. Uh, now they're super happy. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom knows everybody. Like, you know, she like <laughs> she goes she goes to Walmart, Target. Everybody like knows her and stuff. Like, they're like, don't communicate with anybody. Uh, you know, and my dad as well. Like, they you know they have a couple friends now. They 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 got involved in the church. They like they found their. Their, their, yeah, they found their niche and 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 new family, and they found people that were in a similar situation as we were. Wow! So they were able to, yeah, they were able to rebuild. But I would say, yeah, dude, I think the first three years were really hard. Were yeah. really really hard. I I can definitely um, vision that and you know feel it because mm-hmm. I think we've all been there at some point. Um, girl, so you you moved over here ten years ago. When did you start I Love Chamoy? I started it about a year and a half ago. It was in 20, the end of 2021. Uh, so, so middle of the pandemic. Um, what? A year yeah. and a half? A year and a half ago. A little shy than a year and a half ago, probably. Wow. Um, and... And yeah, I mean, it kind of, so right after we moved to the U.S., uh, my dad was diagnosed with diabetes and 
you know, and it was immediately he, he you know, changed his diet and it all was happening during those hard years, like all of it. So, so it was all a blur to be quite honest. And I was just like, you know, I, I knew my dad was taking it very seriously, but I wasn't like paying so much attention to like what he was eating. Like, you know, he was, he, my dad is very disciplined. So I was like, Oh, he, he has it. And then, you know, years later, it was like, it just slowly became this thing where like my dad, you know, every time you go to Walmart, like pick up his favorite sugar-free cookies, sugar-free chocolate, like it just became a thing where like we knew what he ate. And I remember he had this his cabinet and it was just all his sugar-free treats and chocolates and Hershey's, Reese's, Jolly Ranchers, like all these brands have sugar-free versions of everything. Um, and I, I went to open up the door because I was craving something sweet and I was just like, it's kind of weird. Like I, I, it was the first time that I saw all the candy together and I was just kind of weird that you don't have any sugar-free Mexican candy. Like we love Mexican food. We love, you could, you could tell the difference between our candy drawer and his. Like I was like, oh, you're missing some, <laughs> that's all how, how that buddy would say. Uh, and and I went to ask him why, and he's like, "Mija, I can't find it." And, and that kind of, you know, that was that was six months before we launched the brand, and and you know, the day after, I immediately started working on on the company and trying to figure out how to how to make it happen for him, and it eventually became, you know, what it is now. Hold on, <laughs> love it, Annie. Okay, so first of all. Please let's clear it up. You didn't send me this. No, I'm so surprised that you pulled it up right now. I bought it, and this is actually just a new bottle. But mm -hmm. I think my son already opened it. But this is this is like our third bottle. I'm so grateful. Thank you. And I freaking love it. I don't have diabetes, but diabetes does run in my family. My parents do take care of themselves a lot. And one of the first things that they had to give up was Mexican candy. Um, I even have, I wish I could take the, the video with me over there. I have like a little bar where I have all kinds of candies and snacks. Todos son mexicanos. Pero nowhere. Nowhere mm -hmm. can we find healthy options. Um, porque todo tiene mucha azúcar, tiene mucha sal. It's, it's bien dañino para nosotros. Pero it's something that we love. We love our candy, our Mexican candy. I don't know. I know. I was just so, I was, I was so shocked. I was like, I, wait, you're telling me like Latinos in the U.S. have the highest choice of diabetes because we, we do as a community. And you're telling us, you're telling me that like none of these big brands I've ever thought about us like it was just it, to me it was shocking uh, and then you also look at like you look at the um the impact that mexican food and mexican candy has and just normal pop culture like everybody loves mexican but i think it's one of the most universal loved foods maybe we as a community are not a universally loved community unfortunately but that's a no, different conversation you know what they do love us girl i have to disagree because anywhere that i've traveled outside of the u.s and mexico I don't even Portable. say that I live here. I say, uh, soy mexicana y yo hablo español, no yo sé inglés. And they're like, oh my God, el chavo. Love that, love that, love that. I was in the Caribbean and my first time in the Caribbean was in um, Dom, Dom, Rep Dominican Republic. Rep República Dominicana. República Dominicana, thank you. And um, 
And they started talking to me about El Chavo, Jose Jose. Oh, yo, that's like Mexican-Mexican. Mexican-Mexican. They're like, like yeah, that. El Buki. I'm like, what do you guys know about El Buki? What? Um, you know, and, and they love Mexico is very, very loved. Now, that's here beautiful. in the United States, we're a little close-minded. Y por eso no nos quieren en el mundo. Yeah. But they still love our food. Like, that's the thing. They eat, they still, like, I think it's a culture. We're, we're so rich and it's so beautiful and it's so tasty and it's full of flavor. Can't, our candy's full of flavor. And I was just, I was just shocked that, that, that we weren't a priority. And, and I, you know, I have built a lot of my career around social media and marketing and I worked in media spaces. So I've always been around the conversation of, you know, Latinos and media is so important. Representation is so important, like television, movies. We talk about it every award season, every, which is so, so important, but it kind of what was repeating in my head was like, well, the same level of representation is important when I'm walking down the grocery store aisle. Like it, it, we are a community that will buy products. And I, I, I don't think I've shared this much, but right before launching the brand, right before working on, on launching the brand, I pulled this, this study from Google. I, I basically was pulling data just to figure out how to bet. Like I'm, I'm of very data. Of course. Um, like I wanted to say, I'm like, what candy do I start with? Right. Like that was, a, that was a, an interesting challenge. And I looked up, looked up Mexican candy and I specifically looked up chamoy and the amount of Google searches for chamoy in the past three years was tripling every single year. I mean, you see all the way from 20, like let's say from 2018, it was kind of frozen. And then immediately after 2018, it was like, and going up and up and up. And it's no surprise also around 2020, like the explosion of TikTok, the explosion of, of all of us creating content about our culture. You had people that like, you know, you didn't have these big brands. You didn't have these big celebrities. You had everyday people posting about the things that they love. And now people that were not Mexican were like, what is, like everybody was leaning in and being like, what is that? And I was like, okay, I think Chamoy might be where I start. And so that that was, you know, of course it was a cultural nuance, but it was also data informed that I was like, I don't, the, the numbers are there. There is an interest for our culture and our candy. And if I can just maybe find a way to make it a little different and, and for more people to enjoy well, my, in my work. Girl. I'm like, I'm like speech, no sé si, like smile or like be like, oh, but I just heard you say where I wanted to start. So do you have more stuff coming? We do. We do. We have um, our main. I can finally reveal these things because, you know, I, I've, I've been slowly like letting it out. Um, and if not, I'll, I'll edit it out. Well, they'll just. No, no, no. I want to <laughs> tell you. I want to tell you everything. Um, so we are planning on releasing quite a bit of new products this year. We're releasing a mango flavor this quarter, meaning before the end of March, we're planning on releasing mango. Um, and it's a flavor that our audience voted on. So we let them pick the first flavor that was going to come out. It's going to have the same attributes uh, as our brand, you know, sugar free and artificial dyes. Um, it's going to be delicious and then literally today i've been sharing more about this we are working on gummy candy that it's going to be ve like gummy watermelon spicy candy it's going to be vegan uh no artificial dyes low sugar all of these things um i had the formula finished and then we were close to we were close to production and i there was something that i just didn't like like i kind of like went back and i was like no no and i today i just got the notification that i got the sample so you'll see a video of me trying them later today um oh my so, God, so that is so excited. amazing really excited and we are really like we're really letting our customers 
inform a lot of like what's coming next. I think they've been a part of our journey from the very beginning. So if anybody's part of our newsletter, you'll get you'll get the the polls being like decide what the next thing is. Like they're highly involved. You know, we yes, I'm I'm signed up. Love that, love that. Um, No, because I I I love what you're doing. Um, No, hold on. Before we go any further, I don't I don't want to forget to ask you. What did your dad think when you first gave him the chamoy girl? Like he, once it was like done. Once it was, I think I, I think for him it was like because he saw a lot of the the samples and it came in like not so pretty bottles. I think when he saw our first bottle, the sticker on, you know, the seal, the him having to open it, he he got really emotional. My dad is a crier, which I love because I'm a crier too. I cry I cry from happy things. Yes. You know? he's the biggest crier in our family he like gets overwhelmed with how much he loves things which is a really beautiful thing um so he no he 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 cried he loves it he loves reading the comments he you know we're we're in HEV so when he goes grocery shopping he always walks down the aisle to say he tells me if we're sold out if there's bottles (laughs) he'll sell it to people walking by um he loves it. And he was, you know, he was pretty involved also. And we, we, we sampled over 40 different formulas uh, in those six months. So wow. towards the end, he was just like, just pick one, <laughs> you know, I'm done. So he, you know, he saw, he saw the whole process. Oh, that. wow. That is so beautiful. I love that. I love, love that. Um, porque, you know, I've heard the story that your dad inspired you and everything, but I always wondered, well, what else? And the thing is, Annie, maybe maybe you did share it on your social medias, but I'm not on social media like that. Like, donde estoy, like, viendo everything, because I do so much throughout my day that I really don't have time for it. Pero... I've always wondered, I'm like, oh, my God, like, I would love, like, a dad reveal. Or I don't know if you've shown your dad on there. Yeah. Oh, no. My dad loves being in videos. He, like, loves, he, like, if he's doing his, uh, testing his blood sugar levels, he's like, do you want to record me, like, taking a spoonful and then we'll test? You know, he loves it. Like, he, like, gets into We have a, a mascot costume. He gets into it. Um, my dad's mom, mi abuelita, died from complications from diabetes. So, like, it, of course, this was made specifically for my dad, and that's kind of the, the catalyst. But, like, he he has an understanding of how even the disease itself has hurt him as a child. Um, so... So, so, you know, and if I, if I get a, a message that is somebody being like, I bought this for my dad or I bought this for my kid who, who has diabetes or we get a lot of messages from moms who are pregnant and develop gestational diabetes and like they're having the craziest cravings for chamoy and like couldn't have it. Like I read those to him or he, he goes on, it on, on the website himself and reads them and gets really excited because um, he relates to it. It's, it's, it. You know, it turns out. I was surprised. I honestly was surprised about this. Turns out that a lot of people had a very similar story to the one between my dad and I. Yes. Well, when I when you shared that, I think that's what captured me, because igual que tu papá, that's another thing we have in common, girl. Um, my grandma on my dad's side, so my mother, my dad, um, passed away from complications of diabetes. Um, she was, I mean, during her last days, it was so bad. She was on like dialysis and she like everything just started breaking down. She couldn't see. So, you know, my dad, thankfully for that, he takes really good care of himself. So he's always checking like his sugars and siempre está en el doctor. I'm like, dad, 
Medicare, Medicare, porque ya está viejito mi dad. So I'm like, Medicare's gonna run out just because of you going to the lab all the time. <laughs> but, um, but yes, it's something I think as Latinos that connects us because mm -hmm. we've all experienced it one way or another. We've all experienced yeah. it. Oh, wow. Okay. All right, girl. Now, you see, there's a need. You're like, I want to do this. How do you even start in something like that? Like, where did you have the, you know, schooling to be like, oh, these are the ingredients? Like, how do you mix and match? And <laughs> I, I love exactly how you said, like, how do I start? That that was me the, the next day. So the night I had the idea, I stayed up just researching, right? I was like, okay, like, what what's out there? Like, what, you know, the next day. I, I was like, I have no idea where to start. My background is in marketing and communications, not in food. Like, I can't <laughs> even boil an egg. Like, I'm not kidding. I was like, okay. And my dad drove me to Target or Walmart to buy, like, I, I felt like a little, like a kid, like, first day of school. I was like, I need to buy, like, notebooks and markers. Like, I was like, I just need to write things. Like, I'm very, like, if I have anything, again, I don't know where to start. I'm like, I just need to, like, write it. And that first day, and I still have the, I still have the mock-up, I... I designed like what the website was going to look like, which is actually quite similar to what it looks like now. So it's just like, I was just like, I don't know. I don't know how to do the formula, but, but I know what my dream is. So like, let me start with wherever. And I always tell people that I'm like, don't, there's not a linear way to start, just start. And it doesn't have to be perfect because it will never be perfect. Like there's so many things I would change about my brand now, but I love, but I love that it's out there and I love that it's alive. And then I had uh, I had I had just met a couple months before a food scientist, like a formula developer, who she had her own brand. She was start, start trying to do something very different. And I was like, I was like, hey, like I'll help you with marketing. I'll help you with social media because that's where she kind of lacked for her brand. If I can hire you to create this formula, um, and you know, thankfully, I love her. Her name is Noemi. She's incredible. We love you, Noemi. Thank you. <laughs> love you know what I mean every, every time something good happens with my business I'm like no I mean this is going to be possible without you uh, and the great thing about her is she you know she had the muscles that I lacked so she of course knew about ingredients knew about formulation but she also knew about lab testing about regulations about finding the right co-packer about you know pH levels so making sure like the product would develop mold how to do shelf life so I honestly thought it was going to be a process where I was like oh I can launch this in a month it's like, no, it takes six months. I mean, I, you know, to be able to have all of those certifications under our belt and just the peace of mind. And she was so strict and it was so helpful to have somebody who was so, strict. you know, she, that, that was what she was an expert on. I was like, perfect. So together we, you know, we sampled over 40 different formulas. You know, she was like, what sweetener do you want to use? She like taught me all about sweeteners. She's like, what type of salt do you want to use? She taught me all about that, you know, um, and, and so, so I, I tell people like, if you have an idea for a business where you're just like, I don't feel like an expert doesn't mean you can't launch it. It just means that be very self-aware of what you lack and then trust somebody who's smarter than you in that area. And you have to surrender. Cause I think as business owners, sometimes you think, you know, everything in this case, I didn't. Um, and since then I've learned so much of course, and, and now I have different connections in different areas of you know, if I'm developing hard candy, if I'm developing gummy, like there's yeah, experts, yeah. I'm like, I'm learning so much about like, oh, gummy has to be handled this way. And uh, so it's, it's been such a journey, but, um, really, really finding people that were smarter than me in, in those areas where I was lacking was 
life-changing for my business. So I see, I think for anybody listening, those are three very important things. One, just start, just Just get it started and just do it. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter where, de donde estás empezando, even si empiezas de hasta el último. From, however, just get started. So that's one. I, yeah, I designed the website before anything else. That's not how people start. You yeah. Know? But yeah. Um, and then two, it sounds like you need to be able to let go. Surrender, like you said, I think that's a beautiful word. Surrender and let go and allow yourself, especially like I think of I I think right now I'm trying to talk to the people that maybe are like me. I'm very girl, yo tengo que controlar todo, hasta el control del de la tele, you know? Um and and I'm very very self-dependent. I always Mm. have been part of my childhood trauma is that I always had to deal with my own feelings, my own everything. So to let go and release that and be like, can you please do this? Or can you help me with this? Is so hard. So work through that process and let go. And number three, I think is very important is who you surround yourself with. Who you surround yourself with. And like, Cause you'll hear a lot, right? You'll hear a lot from when you tell people that you're starting a business, you'll hear a lot about the, the way to do it. Right. And like, if you don't have step one, you can move to step two. I, I don't believe that I've lived my life entirely. I'm like, you just figure it out, like just start it <laughs> and know that you're going to learn a lot. And I think that like really enter, I mean, this, 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 it's just, it's been such a wonderful journey, like starting this business from a personal level too. I think like it, you just come come with the mindset that you're going to learn a lot and you're going to be wrong a million times. And knowing that from the very beginning is going to allow you to forgive yourself easier when you make mistakes. But having that kind of philosophy from the formulation process, you know, knowing that, hey, Noemi knows best when it comes to this, then allowed me like when customers have feedback to be like, the customers know, let me listen. Let me not take this personally. Let me like lean in and be like, oh my God, I want to learn more and I want to make something better for you. Um, and I think that that has been kind of like the the philosophy of the brand ever since. And, and you know, anytime we're working on something new or anytime I'm collaborating with something new, it's like, you just have to know that like we are, we're, we're always ready to learn in this company because it's just, it's, it's something new. It's never been done before. We have to learn. I love even the way that you respond to your critics because mm-hmm. girl, I want to cuss out people sometimes when I see like certain things. I'm like, are you yeah. for reals? Like, si no te gusta, keep it moving. Like, you know, no eres monedita de oro. And, and even then, not everybody likes oro, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm just like, gosh, geez, Louise. But I always love when you respond to it and the way that you respond to it is like with such a positive. And I'm like, I, I hope that person felt super stupid. <laughs> no, I think, I mean, you know, I think it goes back to like my love for the internet where like, I think that for a lot of brands and I understand it is difficult for a lot of brands is like, cause you know, after, after we gain an audience, there are small business owners that are like, Hey, can I like schedule 30 minutes? I want to, I want to pick your brain on what to do with my socials. Right. I'm like, yeah, of course. Cause I love it. I really do yeah. love social media. Um, and I hear a lot and I, I under completely understand that some people I'm like, I just don't like it. Like, it's not my thing. Social media is not my thing. Creating content is not my thing. For me, it happens to be something that I adore. Like I find like, I find it all charming. Like even like when people are like, you know what I mean? I'm like, you're going to, you're going to get some people that are like, don't, don't going to understand. But I'm also a firm believer that anybody taking 10 seconds out of their day 
And I have longer videos too. I have three minute video. Anybody taking time out of their day to watch one of my videos, to hear my story, to hear the story of the brand is an honor. Cause like that type of marketing anywhere else would cost so much money. And the fact that we are able to do it for free through these platforms and, you know, sometimes you have people in the comments defending you. It's just, it's a whole story. <laughs> and I, you know, I do adore it. And I, I think that that has a lot, my passion for social media has allowed me to not be jaded by it. Um, I love that. that. That's, never, that's I never been that. like, operations, logistics. That is difficult for me. It's like, that's the challenge, but like getting online and talking to strangers about like, Oh, I'm worried about this. It's just, <laughs> that, that comes a little bit easier for me. I love that. I love that because I think we all can learn a little bit about that. Um, you know, I was, I just did another interview right before you. Um, and I was telling that person, I'm like, you know, I turn off my comments because I can't deal with it. Mm -hmm. I, I just turn them off. Even for my podcast, like on YouTube, the comments are off. Like everything's off. I'm like, because I just, I can't hold myself to that just yet. I'm working yeah. on it. I'm in therapy and all that. But I'm like, but I'm going to do social media on my terms. Like mm -hmm. you said, just get started. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do what I can. Y ya lo demás que venga como venga, you know? And it's baby steps. Like my first, like my first couple months, the negative comments, I would like beat myself up over them. Like I would spiral and like take them so seriously. And like, of course, they're from accounts that like didn't even have like a face, you know what I mean? Yeah. A face or a name. Like user 9,642. Literally. <laughs> literally. And with a, with a cartoon as a photo. And yeah. I just had to like, it, it, it was a, a kind of daily challenge of like just remaining positive and wishing people the best. And that also had its own learning curve. And now, and I think a lot of people also have the expectation that when it comes to, to branding and marketing, that everything has to be so perfect and so polished. And I, I, sometimes I treat my, my TikTok, the TikTok of the brand as like, um, um, like a close friend story. <laughs> like sometimes it's just, like, I'll tell you anything, you know, oh, uh, like yeah. some. I have videos that I have planned and I get really excited. I have other videos that feel more casual. Um, I just hired a social media manager, which is a big, a big thing for me because that's the part of the job that I love the most. But I had to be, I think I hit a wall where I'm like, I don't think I can make, I don't, because I have, I have control because I have control. Of, I, I don't think I'm able to push myself to be more vulnerable or more open. Like, you know, it's almost like the fear of the fear of what is it? The fear of, of looking embarrassed is holding you back. You know, oh, yes, 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 yes. Kind of like, you don't know how far to put yourself out there. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I think I need to bring somebody who is one year than me, is more internet than me. And, you know, her, her name is Carla. You're going to see her pop up more. She's wonderful. And I'm like, Carla, you, just, you can do anything to me. Like, you can you just push me. Like, I just got to the point where I was like, I need... I need a collaborator. I need somebody that like is going to push me and is going to sometimes poke, poke fun at me as the joke. I welcome that. Like, and I also talked to her. I was like, the con like, you're going to go through the same thing I did with the comments where some of them are going to like bum you out. But in the end, you'll, you'll end up having a healthy relationship with this because it's just the internet. We sell candy. We're not doing brain surgery. We <laughs> sell candy that we love to people that we love. It's quite simple. Um, so I'm excited for her to bring a new perspective. I'm excited to see that. Oh my God. And, and that's, that's huge because I could just imagine it's, it's, it would take me some adjusting to give somebody that.
the reins over, especially when you enjoy it so much. Yeah, no, and I knew it. Carla, it was a gut feeling because this is just for anybody who's maybe like uh, applying for a social media job. She applied and in her application, she included custom memes with my product. And I was just like, dude, the memes were, everything was hitting. They were so, so timely. And I, I, I didn't even interview anybody else. I was like, God, like, like you, I just, I know in my gut, I'm like, this girl made me laugh more than that, more than I could have made those jokes funnier myself. So she has to come and be in my team. So people listening, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Yeah, yeah, no, not at all. Um, life, life favors the bold and the brave, right? <laughs> yes. Now, is your family involved at all? Like, you know, like, is your dad, like you said, I know your dad's your number one supporter, number one fan, number one customer, probably. Um, but do they actually work on the business with you? Yeah, they, they, they help with the business, not, not entirely full time, all of them. So, like, turns out that my mom, my mom has became a full time mom after my sister and I were born. That woman, dude, the, she's so sharp at operations. So <laughs> sharp at operations. Like I just, I just like, give a Latina mom anything, and they'll they'll run it like like a military camp. Like it's just she was inc- she's incredible. Like she's been able to optimize optimize my business from a logistics standpoint perfectly. Like she's so organized, and she like. And she talks to everybody. She's very like movida, you know. She's like, "Oh, I got you a better deal here." I'm like, well, "Like, I didn't even know you were doing that." So, <laughs> get a Latina mom on your team because they can do anything. Yes. Um, my dad, honestly, my dad, what he does the most is like the videos with me. Like, he just loves it. <laughs> the videos, you know. He he is like the biggest like ambassador of the brand. He'll talk to any of anybody about it. He went to the dentist. They recognized him from the videos, and he was like, "Oh, bring you bought." He brings everybody bottles. I'm like, okay. cool. "You're uh, like, Dad, we need to sell them, not give them away." Yeah, I don't know. If somebody comes, I'm like, "Oh, somebody's gonna come pick." You know, like if I'm like, "Oh, somebody's gonna come come pick," you know, the shipment. He's like, "Oh, I gave the delivery driver a bottle." So I'm like, "Yeah, do it." Uh, <laughs> I love then, it. My little sister, she, when I call her little sister, but she's only a couple years younger than me. She's so smart financially. My sister has her master's in finance, like where wow. I went very, but very, very like numbers driven. So she was so, ins- when I was launching this business, she was so insisting of me doing it by the books and being organized and like, hey, tax season is going to come up. You need to have. So I owe a lot to my sister of of this being a, kind of like a, a very buttoned up business from the very beginning. Um so everybody has been involved and I, I've, I've, you know, it's allowed me to see talents from all of them. And I think they've, they've also seen things in me that maybe they didn't see before because only my coworkers got a chance to see that, you know, not them. So it's brought us closer, but I think it's allowed us also to appreciate each other. Not as like, Oh, my sister or my mom, but as individuals with very different talent skills. Um, so I, I've, I've, yeah, been, I've been so impressed and I'm so grateful. And my sister was actually the one that chose the the design you know now the pink uh uh-huh. i was gonna go i was gonna go with such an ugly color i don't even want to tell you like i was gonna go with like such a boring boring color i and can't I even had, imagine another color girl dude it was like i i have i have like eight colors right i had the logo in like eight colors and the pink one was my least favorite i had it at the bottom and i was like i was like telling my sister i was like this is the one that i'm gonna go with and she's like, that doesn't look like candy. That looks like, yeah, it looks like a like a medical product. It looks it looks like one of those like very whitewashed kind of like products that you would see maybe at a it's predominantly to white people. And she's like, I think you should go with the pink. I think it's something that I see kids gravitating towards. Like it looks like candy. And she picked it. So 
Um, oh my God! Props to your sister. Are, are you guys looking for another member of the family? Like, yeah, you should just join. We'll, we'll, yes. hey, we'll, we'll, we'll put you in. Please. Uh, I, 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 that was a humbling moment too to to have your little sister be like the color that you chose is ugly because she's bold. My sister will tell me everything as it is, um, but a lot of people now love those colors and that that like like now like look, sorry I was like no 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 you're laundry. fine. I was like all everything I own is like that. Yeah, that color. Yes, girl. No, I love it because see, llama la atención. Like if I were to see it in the shelves, it's like, oh, what is this? You know, it's very bright. It's calling. It's inviting, and it does feel like a candy. Shout out to Danny. She's Daniela. She chose it. Daniela, you're amazing. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna join you guys. Be the third sister. Because, hey. you know what I, I tell my dad? I'm actually trying to build a business. I'll tell you off air, este, but trying to build a business for my dad porque he retired. Y pobrecito, you know, like he's he's hitting that point where he's just doesn't really know what to do with his life because he's been working his entire life. And um, and so <laughs> le dije, dad, let's start making videos. Like, I want to share you on social media. People need to connect with you, like understand you. And he's like, no. Hey. No quiero estar en las redes. And I'm like, oh. so when I hear that your dad's like so excited, it's like, I want a dad like that. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> Mine's you, you just grumpy. Little, oh, you give him a little taste. My dad didn't love it at the beginning. I think he saw the response and it's like, like my mom still doesn't understand. Like, how do people find you? Like that, you know, that was a whole like, she's like, how, like, where do you put, where does now, now I see when she comments, right? She has a TikTok now and she like, she'll go on like a liking binge. I'm like, who is this person liking every single video that goes so long? So it's, it's a learning curve for for them, um, but they, you know, they they love it. I think most most parents end up loving it, and they love being involved in our passions. You know, your dad will love to be involved in your passion because they they didn't get a chance to do that maybe like ten years ago. But now it's like now we're a little bit more slow down. They're a little bit more slow down. It's like the perfect. Timing. I know if you scroll down like on on my podcast, like on Spotify, um, one of my very first episodes, I I had to trick him into coming to my house. I love that. And and recording. And, you know, I turned on everything and I put up our mics. I gave him the headsets and everything. And he was so nervous. And you can tell through the whole thing. I mean, well, you don't know, you know, people don't know my dad, but he's not serious like that. My dad is un payaso. Like, he's like joking and stuff, but you could tell like he's so nervous and serious, you know. And once he was done, he was like, so then how do you put it in the computer and how do you get it like on Spotify and Apple? And like, how do you do that? And so, yes, they do get involved once you get them there. But it does take a while. You have to, you have to soften them up. Hi, <laughs> Annie. Okay, and so have you guys been able to go back and visit family, or is your whole entire family over here now? No, we've we've been able to go back. Uh, you know, which is amazing. We went back for Christmas. We took everybody bottles, of course. Uh, most of our family is in in I said ninety percent, ninety five percent of them are still in Mexico and Monterrey. So we try to go as much as possible. They try to come visit as much as possible. Um, you know, I have a little niece that I only see like once or twice a year. Her name is Anabi. Like, oh, she she might be like 
12 or something. She's obsessed with TikTok and editing videos. She actually produced like a little commercial for I Love Chamoy. So it's, it's it, even that, even from that perspective, like having things to bond with my little nephews and nieces with, it has been really cool. Like Los Hijos de Mis Primas, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, which yeah, here here girl they don't consider them our nephews and i'm like what do you mean yes they are hell no they are they absolutely yes. are i yeah. had i had a whole talk with a co-worker of mine um she even printed out like a family tree for me and everything and she's like look cousins are removed after your first and i'm like that's a they call me tia i'm taking yes. that's i'm wearing that probably like i love being a tia yes um, um, so yeah, no, because I'm like, our first cousins son primos hermanos, Same. Mm -hmm. but that's not what they consider them here. But I'm like, I don't no. care. Yeah. It's only my sister and I, she doesn't have kids. So it, like I'm taking every niece and nephew I can. Like, <laughs> you know, blame me. Oh, I'm sure you miss them so much. Y que te dicen of your success, girl. Your family, they love, they love it. I think my my niece, my nieces specifically, the ones that are super into TikTok, like they love, they love seeing like when our follower count goes up. They like we do videos together when Aww. when I'm there. Um, you know, like I, I give them like tasks. I'm like, guys, we have a new product coming out. Like, you know, because I used to play like that. I used to be like, I used to play like like production and like it was. I, I just relate to that to that like you know passion uh, for you're inspiring a whole nother little generation they're great no she they're this they, these kids are so much smarter than i ever was like i'm like i'm so excited to see what they're gonna build you know like if we did that with like a rock and a stick i'm like what are you, what are you guys gonna do like <laughs> it's gonna be so cool you guys are like no she knows how to edit already i'm like okay um maybe yeah, no, they're, maybe they're you didn't need um what, what's your social media um Carla, yeah no, maybe I'm you like, didn't no, need honestly, carla <laughs> no, if I had high, if I had hired my niece, she's even more brutal. I'm like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> Once removed, but um, no, it's 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 great. I love sharing. I love sharing that with everybody. It, uh, even my my friends, because I you know I talk a lot about my family and in, in most interviews and in my videos. My friends, uh, my girlfriends, incredible. Like you know. The day we sold out, the first day we sold out, they showed up and stayed with me until four or five a.m. packing orders. Uh, we ordered wings and we packed orders for hours and hours and hours. And the the, the first orders we were writing uh, handheld thank you messages by name. Like it was it was very exhausting, but we wanted to do that because it was so, such a special moment. Um, They've always showed up, you know, every time I, I, if I, this, this, this morning, my friend was like, I want to go to the dog park. I'm like, I have a podcast. She's like, Oh my God, I'm so excited for you. Like, honestly, I, I need to talk about them more and, and, and my things because I have never, like, none of them have ever been like, do you think you're going too fast? Are your dreams too big? Like never have I felt any sort of, it's the opposite. They're always encouraged, encourage me to like, do more they don't have the same passions as i do like they're in a completely yeah. different industry not at all interested in doing what i'm doing but the way that they show up um and i'm surrounded most of my friends are latina uh filipino uh you know black women like the way that women in our communities show up has been incredible and if they ever listen to this i am so grateful for them i never talk about them enough and i should because um there's such a huge part of, of my story um, and the story and, of this company. And I was about to ask you, who has inspired you the most? 
Uh, oh, who has inspired me the most? You know, I it's 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 honestly a mix of everybody. Um, of course, my dad always always comes up as the top because now as an adult, I understand more the sacrifices he made his entire life, and especially those years where we he first moved to the U.S. Like how hard it was, how that impo- like my dad dealt with imposter syndrome. I mean, we know we we always talk about it like oh us our generation like you know millennial and, and under and it's like no I now I understand it he went through it and he got through it and I'm like so every time I have it like I think of him um but also um there's you know we get a lot of positive comments but there's some there's some comments that start with um like mija I, I, I see them I'm like they go mija I'm proud of you mija this is so cool and when I see those I like the way I just know that it tends to come from an older person in my community. Those just the way they land on my heart is always like just like batteries because I'm like, okay, like, like, you know, you see numbers and you see followers and you see likes and comments. But when I can like, you know, narrow it down, narrow it down to real people that like, like I, I sometimes I think I'm like they ha- this has to be a prank. Like there's no way people are buying and trying my product. Like this is a big con from somebody. no girl. We are, we uh, are. <laughs> but, when, but, but you know what I mean. Like sometimes yeah, you're like yeah. you like lose, lose forget that this is like real people. Like these are not the numbers, of course. But like when you narrow it down, in those moments, I think that it's it it becomes the biggest inspiration because you're just like oh I'm like you know this this. This, this is something really special and it's, yes. it's, I'm, I'm very happy and very grateful. So those people are the ones that inspire you the most. Cause you're just like these, you know, even you asking like, what, like what's coming next? I'm like, Oh, people care what's coming next. Like, yes. oh, like that's, you know, that's like inspiration, but it's hard to believe. Like it just, it, it's hard to believe. Cause it was a dream at one point. It felt like something so far away. And then, it's, you know, I think a lot of people are like, oh, you don't, you don't know that you're in the good, in the good days when you're in the good days. I try to remind myself, I'm like, oh my God, this is like a complete stranger caring about my business and how I started this company. It's such a miracle and such a blessing. Like that in itself is enough to like power me. To like that's that's your payday. That's your it is. Feeling. It really is. It really is. And, and see, and that's why I was like, no, I, I need to let her know how amazing, amazing she is. Because I know sometimes we do just need that um, validation sometimes of yeah. yesterday or not yesterday. But the other day I went into my favorite bakery. Son Latinas, Están Jóvenes Las Muchachas. And I always go and support. I never ask for any discounts. Now that I'm always showing them love. Um. And so my husband is like in love with her baking girl to the point where I'm like, okay, she cannot be a sister yeah. wife. She could just be our baker. Okay. <laughs> love it, love it. Um, and so if we let her know how much you love her moose, she does a moose thing and I go, let her know. And he's like, why? And I was like, just let her know, watch. And sure enough, he was like, I love your baking, blah, 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 blah. I love this mousse thing. Porque siempre she's changing the menu on the pastries. And he's like, but I really like this one, but I love everything you do. And she was like in the verge of tears. She's like, thank you so much. And I was like, girl, do you not know you're amazing? And she's like, yeah, but people come and stuff, but nunca me dicen, like if they actually like, and I was like, girl, on your stuff. Estoy gordita for a reason. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's it's uh it's so powerful to to tell somebody like whether it's video or a product that impacted you or a comment. Um so um 
So, so yeah, if, if any of my customers are watching and they've ever left, left a comment, like we go, we go through them and it just it powers you up, you know? Yes. Really That's amazing. Um, other than that girl, has there ever been, you know, any challenges that have been like really hard to overcome? Maybe like a hard part, uh, in building. I love Chamoy. Yeah, you know, we've we experienced a, a robbery uh, pretty quickly after we launched. Um, so this was we we did our first production. Our first production was supposed to be 750 bottles. And the plan was to sell them in a span of six months. And I was like, oh, my God, I hope I can sell 750. I was so nervous. I was like, what if I'm like left over with all these bottles and like I have to give them to people for Christmas? No. Um, so, so and, you know, we because of TikTok and a viral video, we ended up selling those 750 bottles in less than one week, uh, which was really insane. It was really insane. Like I was calling my parents and being like, oh my, like, you know, the, the orders were so good. Uh, so then I was like, well, I'll take pre-orders. I'll do the next production. I started taking pre-orders. People were so nice, so patient. And we were about to go into our next production. My friends came, came the night before to help me load the, the van. This, was, this production was gonna be twice as big. Load the van the night before which I'll never do again. And in the morning when I went to like take it to the production kitchen, everything inside had been stolen, everything. Um, and my co-packing facility at a time, I'm going to spin it with, with a different co-packer, which my co-packer is Latina owned, Latina run. I love them. They're incredible, 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 incredible. Like she's been an angel in my life, our, our current co-packer. I'm such an inspiration. But anyways, she, uh, uh, our co-packer at the time was like, no re like no refunds, no rescheduling. So we lost a lot of money um, during that that robbery. And we also, like, I was so embarrassed. I was like, I have to go back to my customers and be like, it's going to take me one more month to give you your product. Like, that, that sucks, dude. They waited already a month. Like, they waited already like two or three weeks. Yeah. Um, and I was so nervous and I was so terrified. And the response was overwhelmingly positive and supportive and comforting and um you know i think it was one of those moments i look back like now you for, you know you forget when you were at hard times like it's kind of like you know what i mean you just forget i feel like i've never had a baby but i feel like it's when people are like it's like having a baby you just forget how painful it was and yes. Do it again. yes girl you know? like you love it you so get much the crazy just... idea to have more and then you're like what the hell no yeah like that, that's kind of how it is and i was like i was like um it was a moment where I was like, do I, like, I want to quit. Like, I, like maybe this is, maybe I just got too excited. Maybe I like, you know, my, maybe my dream was too big. And seeing how our customers responded was like, oh no, we're staying. And we're like, you know, so every time something hard happens, because it hasn't been easy. A lot of things happen that I, even I don't share online because they're just so tedious, whatever. Um, remembering those, those early hard days. Um, and I, you know, I, I deal with imposter syndrome too. I like, there's times where I'm like, I hate something that I did. I like, uh, you know, I feel lost or I wish I moved quicker or, or I wish I moved slower. Um, but uh, most times I'm in a very grateful in the moment uh, uh, mindset with this company. Um, yes, of course, it's a job, whatever. But like, it's it's just honestly, it's been a journey. It's so fun. It's, yeah. it's been so fun. And it looks like you're having fun because every video that I see, and like I said, as a customer, you know, even algunas veces me das ideas of where I can pour my chamoy, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, okay, I can pour it into everything. Um, <laughs> este, I just want to know, you know, when you do get those thoughts of imposter syndrome, because I feel like every immigrant has that right we don't belong here this is not where we're from 
my idea, ¿quién me va a apoyar? You know, we didn't grow up with those positive, you can do anything, mija, kind of messages, you know, or I'm proud of you. Or at least I didn't. <laughs> Pero, how do you deal with that, Annie, like on a day-to-day -day basis? Yeah, I think I... I mean, my friends talk about this. I think I have a, hopefully it's a healthy amount of delusion. Uh, I like being delusional. I like when delusion comes in. I like, um, you know, and I also see a lot, I see a lot of companies. I see a lot of people that, you know, I'm like, well, if, if they were able to do it, then I should be able to do it too. Like I get, I get very like logical, but delusional at the same time. So I'm like, really? No, no, no. Like I can't like look like, and I look back at what, what we've built so far. Like we should keep going. And I think it's also like, You know, sometimes it's I I can't guarantee that this business will be a success, right? That's that's something mm -hmm. I I just don't know, right? But what I what I do what I have learned through the process is like, oh, I can build something. Like I've built something. So if I have to build something again, I'll build it again. Like so, trusting trusting more the skill sets that I've picked up through this journey versus just like this story itself. You know, it's like this this is this is one moment of God willing a very long life. Um, so if If this fails, I'll build, I'll build something new again. Like I, you know, and yes. I enjoy it. Um, so, and I've failed many times before in many other areas of my life. Like we just forget, we forget how resilient we are. So in those moments of doubt, I really have to sit down and be like, okay, mi amor, we've, we've built things before we've, you know, we've picked up, we got robbed that, you know, that second <laughs> production, like we can get over this. Um, so healthy level of delusion, surround yourself with people that love you, that are going to like, You know, they're going to tell you the truth, but they're also going to tell you that, like, you you can do, you can do things. You can, you know, you're going to make mistakes. You're, it's not going to be perfect. If you're expecting things to be perfect, you're in the wrong business. But um, but you'll make it. You'll build it and you'll make it and you'll see it through. And whether it's a, a long life for your company or a short life, but you'll build it again. Like, that's that's something you, as Latinos... We'll always build it again. Like, <laughs> like that's one good thing we're good at. We'll we'll rebuild again and again and again. You know, so not even the wall can keep us away, girl. <laughs> really, nothing, nothing. Like we just we're good at like just being. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. You know. So um, I'm, I'm always like, si no me dejan entrar por la puerta, entro por arriba, y si no puedo por arriba, entro por el por el túnel. Necessity, so you forget how difficult it was mm -hmm. versus things you do by choice where like you're you know you you have the space to feel fear and you have versus the adrenaline but i'm like oh no no like we are very resilient and we we, we build and we'll build again do you take some time maybe out of your busy schedule because i'm sure you have a lot of things going on girl um do you take some time off to just sit and reflect and yeah. and appreciate what you've had the success you've had so far Yeah, I'm I'm a little bad at like sitting still. Like it's something that I like my my friends are trying to teach me how to do that and I love them for it. Um <laughs> I did start I started therapy uh towards the middle of last year. Incredible, cannot recommend it enough. I found a therapist who was a daughter of immigrants, like who just could relate to my my story and and my struggle. So that has helped me to like have at least that one hour in the week where 
what am I going through? You know, good and bad. And like, let's, let's like look at no, the hood. That's amazing. That's amazing. And then talk to my parents about being in therapy and talk to my sister about like, hey, I, you know, I told to my sister, I was like, I really like this. Like it's something we've, as a family, we've never discussed. So I do that. Um, I have like, I get hyper fixated with songs where I'm like, like I pick a song where I'm like, when I love Chamoy reaches its milestone, this will be the song that it's going to play. So every time I listen to that song, I'm like, it allows me to reflect. It allows me to like, you know, yeah, yeah. these types of like, I think um, you have to do whatever works for you. For me, it's like these kind of like, I have a huge imagination and like, like getting excited about scenarios that haven't happened yet, but then they do. So um, I think whatever works for people, it should be fun. It really should be fun. That's what I think. It's it's been really fun for me. So um, I think if, always, if I'm gonna call anything this episode, I think I'm gonna call it "Si se puede." Si se puede, si se puede, y es divertido, y vale la pena, and um, and it's it's like si se puede, and tampoco it's like it's not that serious, you know. Like sometimes <laughs> they're not like I'm, I'm happy. I'm making candy and not something you know, in a different line that would be much more, much more serious. Yeah, exactly. Well, and not only that, girl, but you're making a product that is really good. I'm really looking forward to what is to come in the brand. Um, and I just, I seriously, I wish you from the bottom of my heart, the most success. I see, yeah. I want to see this like in Target. I want to see this everywhere, girl. En todos lados. So te mando all those good vibes. And I, I want to be able to just pick it up from, you know, my local store. Um, I don't live in Texas, so I don't have an H-E-B. <laughs> well, 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 where are you? Uh, San Diego. Oh, we'll get it in Vons. We'll get it in Rob's. Kroger's. We'll it yeah. Kroger's. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I could even see it at Sprouts. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. next to Agua Bonita, girl. Because they're we're gonna, we're gonna reveal. This is probably in like three weeks. One new selling avenue. One new selling avenue. So oh, I can't up. wait for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I it's can't wait. I've been asking for. So we'll see. <gasps> I, I te digo, te mando toda la positive vibes. And I just want to thank you, um, Annie, for joining me today and for letting us get to know you a little bit more. You're so fun. <laughs> no, and I, if I'm ever in San Diego, if you're ever in Texas, we're getting a drink, we're hanging out. Yes. You're so fun. I want to hear more about your story. Like, I'm like, damn, I need to start a podcast to like, like learn about this. <laughs> the other people interviewing me. I'm like, it's, I, you know, but you've been such a pleasure. And I love what your podcast stands for. I love what you're doing. It's so important. And um, I'm just so grateful for you. Oh, thank you. And likewise, likewise, um, you know, I have so much fun doing this and it started as a hobby and I had a whole different vision, but actually my guests are the ones that have been guiding me and giving me like a purpose. And I love meeting new people. I love hearing everyone's story because I think we can all relate somehow. Yes, but I said that we're not alone. You know, hopefully somebody that has been in the situation that you're in that can identify that wants to get started and doesn't know how and thinks it's all perfect. It's not, but with hard work comes really good rewards at the end. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, Annie. Well, sending you so much love, girl, and I'll continue to be your customer. 
next next restock is on us do not buy another bottle next i'm no. gonna be a no 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 ma'am i i want to be a true friend i want to support you i want well, to you you'll, you'll get a mango bottle before anybody else oh okay okay i'll give you my address <laughs> there you, there you go. all right annie have a good one bye I want to hear your story or I want to support your small business. To do so, please go ahead and visit EmbracingMyMarkings.com. Thank you for tuning in.